Between the Lines I don't know that I have ever read any play that puts dramatic irony to better use than this one. Dramatic irony is that device of letting us, the audience, know something that the characters don't. And it is one that can lend a scene everything from sharp-witted humor to awkward tension to edge-of-your-seat suspense. The best example from the end of Act One was the scene in which Nora questions Torvald about the gravity of Krogstad's crime. We know, of course, that she is not asking him about Krogstad at all, but about herself. And it makes the conversation to follow a little of all of the above. Humorous, suspenseful, and tense. Nora feels a fleeting moment of reassurance when Torvald tells her that he would never be so heartless as to condemn a man for a single false step. But her anxiety quickly returns when he adds that the man must, of course, confess his fault and take his punishment. Then we watch an edge-of-our-seats escalation as he adds that Krogstad has hidden behind a cunning trick, played the hypocrite and the liar, worn a mask in the presence of those near and dear to him, and in doing so, filled his house with the germs of evil. Torvald is mystified when Nora then withdraws her poisoned hand from his. We are not. And it's a little humorous and a lot suspenseful and tense when he then takes her close while telling her that such men make him feel physically ill when he is in their presence. Some of the dramatic irony is apparent on the surface. In other places, it's more subtle. I've read this play more than a dozen times, and every time I discover a new layer of meaning, a new symbolic suggestion, a new hint at something between the lines. Many of them are impossible to notice until you've already experienced the play as a whole. So either Ibsen intended us to read and reread, watch and rewatch this play, or he simply delighted in weaving in those implications for his own pleasure. I'll try to point some of them out from a retrospective view when we reach the end. Here in Act One, a more subtle scene of double meanings and dramatic irony was Nora and Torvald's discussion of the fancy dress ball. When Krogstad departs, we see Nora arranging the Christmas decorations, trying to distract herself from the anxious thoughts that have overtaken her. But more symbolically, we can see her struggling to restore the perfect order and the carefree joy of the home with which the play opened, and which her secret threatens to destroy. Similarly, when Nora seeks to distract Torvald from his bank business, there seems to me to be both a surface reason and another between the lines. Certainly, she is trying to delay the inevitable firing of Krogstad by asking for all Torvald's attention on her but she is also trying to return to the blithe spirit of the happy home she knew by playing again his helpless little squirrel and depending on his loving guidance. She says, Torvald, couldn't you take me in hand and decide what I shall go as and what sort of a dress I shall wear? And he responds, Aha, so my obstinate little woman is obliged to get someone to come to her rescue. Sometimes, a dress isn't just a dress. It's a way of life. Keep watching how Ibsen continues to use dramatic irony and other subtle devices of hidden meaning to create a gripping drama with deep insights about life.